sorry if I don't make any sense today. It's just that I lost so many brain cells last night watching that Democratic debate. How could you not? It was, an, it was a total shipwreck. I mean, where do we begin? You know, they say the media is saying Donald Trump is losing the suburban women. No, was there anyone on that stage who the suburban women are going to vote for? No, of course not. They're going to come around and vote for Trump. Who are they kidding? They have to. Because the ones who are on that stage who are in the lead are completely off the rails insane. And the ones who had any ounce of sanity have no shot in hell. I legitimately did not see a single member on that stage who actually poses a real threat to the God Emperor Donald Trump. I mean, the obvious winner of the debates is Marianne Williamson. Obviously. I mean, she, had, she has my vote. Marianne Williamson has my vote, let me tell you. She's out there to defeat the dark psychic forces. I am not some wacky new age nutcase. I am a president. Just you wait and see. Homegirl was out of her mind. And yet she was the most internet searched candidate in every state. I mean, people love Marianne, including myself, obviously. Actually, CNN's out there saying, CNN is out there saying Donald Trump was the winner of that debate. That's how you know the Democrats are in trouble. Want to tell you about our sponsor, Home Title Lock. So you know those annoying robocalls that you get, the ones saying, hey, you're pre-approved for a credit card or you're pre-approved for loans. Be careful because those could be scammers trying to steal your home's title. Here's the problem. Your home's title and mortgage records are online, and so when a data breach occurs, like recently, and millions of home titles and mortgages are exposed to thieves, that's when the risk of home title fraud skyrockets. And here's how they do it. They forge documents stating you sold your home, listing themselves as the new owner, and then they take out loans against your home and stick you with the payments. No insurance, no bank or identity theft program protects you, but for pennies a day, Home Title Lock will, and it will put a barrier around your home's online title. So if you're getting credit card or loan, robocalls or mail, Home Title Lock will get you through this period with 60 days of protection risk-free. Register your address now to verify you're not already a victim and protect your home's title by going to HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com. All right, so the Dem Debates. The people who are out of their minds, the lunatics, are, 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 are insane. And then there are the ones who said things that maybe made a little bit of sense, but yet they have 0% chance of becoming president. So DJT's got this in the bag, if that's who's representing the Democrat Party. Really, I mean, the, the nobodies. Really, you're going to put your weight, you know, they're talking about the moderates. The moderates are nobodies, really. You're going to put your weight behind that hickenlooper dotard? And who was that aging surfer bro from Montana with the sweaty face? Hey, we just have to focus on everyday lives. I'm a progressive, emphasis on progress, and I'm running for president to get stuff done for all those Americans Washington is left behind. Just running to get stuff done, brah. I'm a progressive, emphasis on progress. Really? Emphasis on progress. As opposed to what? What else is in that word? Emphasis on the if? Idiot. Like, who are you? Who dragged you out of the pits of irrelevancy? 
This is, this is Montana's governor? I've never heard of him. And it's not just me, by the way. I mean, Montana's Googling him. They don't know who he is. He's the most Googled Democratic candidate in Montana. Uh, guys, he's your governor. You don't know who he is? Isn't he your governor? How do you have to Google him? Everywhere else in the country, it's Marion Williamson. But Montana had no idea who their own governor was, so they had to Google him to find out. Guys, he's your governor. Must be doing a bang-up job. So there was his irrelevant self, and then the others, seriously, who are these people? Tim Ryan? I mean, did you see Tim Ryan? I love this. He didn't put his hand over his heart for the national anthem. How about Tim Ryan? You show a little respect for your country, you nobody. But then again, to be honest, that national anthem was a disaster. That national anthem was so bad, I almost kneeled for it. And the rock is What notes are those? That's not the national anthem. That's not how the national anthem is supposed to sound. You're telling me that's supposed to be the Star Spangled Banner? I don't think so. I don't think so. No, that was a bunch of people shouting at the top of their lungs. The CNN anchors, you know, during the national anthem, they had to beg the candidates to please stand. Please don't kneel, candidates, for the national anthem. Future presidents, please, please, we're begging you. Can't have any presidential candidates kneeling because everyone knows that would be a deal breaker for most Americans. And CNN is dying to have one of those clowns in the White House. Oh, candidates, please don't kneel. They're in the tanks for the Democrats. Had to give them this reminder. Please remain standing for our national anthem performed by Detroit's own Pastor Marvin Winans and the Perfecting Church Choir. How screwed are we when the moderators have to remind presidential candidates, please don't kneel, please don't pull a Kaepernick during our national anthem. So the mainstream media narrative out there is that it's Sanders and Warren versus the moderates. I'm sorry, the moderates? Beto O'Dorke, who wants to tear down the existing wall to open up our borders, is not a moderate. Pete Buttigieg, who was raised a socialist and refuses to denounce socialism, is not a moderate. Pete Buttigieg, who supports the Green New Deal, is not a moderate. Pete Booty Judge had a gash on his face. You know, when you're shaving your forehead and cut yourself right in the face. What is that? I don't know, but it disappeared halfway through the debate. He was out there on the debate stage shaming Christians for not being Democrats. The minimum wage is just too low. And so-called conservative Christian senators right now in the Senate are blocking a bill to raise the minimum wage when scripture says that whoever oppresses the poor taunts their maker. Yeah, Pete Buttigieg citing scripture. I'm sure he lives his life according to the gospel. So-called Christians. Yeah, dude, you want to know what oppresses the poor? Minimum wage laws oppress the poor. It creates more of them. Minimum wage laws force businesses to get rid of people, businesses who can't afford the new wages under the law that government is forcing them to pay people. Because of these laws to guarantee people a so-called living wage, people end up with no wage because the businesses can't afford to keep them. And scripture says nothing about the government forcing business owners to pay people's wages who they cannot afford.
Minimum wage laws cause businesses to shudder and ultimately oppresses more people because people lose their jobs. Don't cite scripture, gash face. So-called conservative Christians, so annoying. And so annoying how he talks about how young he is. Did you forget that I'm, I'm basically a baby? You're 37 years old. Oh, I'm a millennial. You're 37. You're not actually a millennial. You're basically a boomer. Radicals on parade. That's what we witnessed at this debate. You got Elizabeth Warren promising to decriminalize illegal border crossings. We must be a country that every day lives our values. And that means you, we Senator cannot Warren. make it just a crime when someone Thank comes you, Senator. here. Just to clarify, would you decriminalize yes. illegal border crossings? Yes. Yes, of course I would make it legal to come here illegally, thereby obliterating whatever semblance of a border we have now and making our sovereignty irrelevant. Yeah, of course. We can't make it criminal to criminally enter the country. I mean, why even have a border? She doesn't want one. She's a radical. And then she completely dodged the question over whether she would raise taxes on the middle class to fund Medicare for all. Dodge it. Well, of course you would have to raise taxes. How else are you going to pay for it? That's the question none of these people want to answer. And then she got all upset. She got all upset because she got cut off in the middle of her lame anecdote. I, you know, I can't stand when they do that. It's so phony and so disingenuous. I went down to Ohio and I met John and Abigail Lumper. And neither of them have any fingernails but they want me to be president. Like, shut up, shut up. These are not real people. You made these people up. And throughout the debate, you know, the, the so-called moderates, they would try to chime in and say, hey, what about the American worker? Crazy people. What about the taxpayer whom you're trying to squeeze? What about the people who want jobs and not just free stuff? And then the crazies would say, boo, I don't even know why you're running. And then they'd get thunderous applause. We need to encourage collaboration between the government, the private sector, and the nonprofit sector, and focus on those kitchen table, pocketbook issues that matter to hardworking Americans, building infrastructure, creating jobs, improving their pay, you, creating universal health care, lowering drug prices. Senator we can do it. You know, I don't understand why anybody goes to all the trouble of running for president of the United States just to talk about what we really can't do and shouldn't fight for. <laughs> And then you had lunatic Bernie Sanders just yelling on stage like a maniac. And then one of the irrelevants called him out on it. They could bail out the crooks on Wall Street. So please don't tell me that we cannot take on the fossil fuel industry. You don't have to yell. Why is he yelling? Bad vibes, dude. But Marianne was on stage, so she brought, a, she brought a calming presence to the whole affair. You know, Marianne, she's not about details. She doesn't really like details. She's about vibes. Anytime someone brings up specific policies, Marianne gets very upset, says, no, 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 no. I don't want to talk about specifics. I want to get up on stage and let you feel my crystal vibes. If you think any of this wonkiness is going to deal with this dark psychic force of the collectivized hatred that this president is bringing up in this country, then I'm afraid that the Democrats are going to see some very dark days. What accent are you talking in, woman? What the hell? At, where are you from? Where did you come from? Who taught you what you know? Very bizarre. But they all know they're in a lot of trouble. They acknowledge that on stage. They acknowledge that Donald Trump is going to be very hard 
to beat. Because they know none of them. They know none of them can win. They're all wasting everyone's time. I mean, I can't believe that these ideas are being strewn around on a mainstream platform like a debate stage for the president of the United States. But the good thing is that the Democrats, in order to win, they have to take back the places they lost to Donald Trump, places like Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, and Michigan. And there is no way in absolute hell that they will accomplish that by saying what you saw on that stage. And that's today's main story. All right, you guys know the website Snopes? Snopes. I'm canceling Snopes because they're not, they not fact checkers. They are left-wing propagandists who claim to be the definitive fact-checking site and reference source. Bullcrap you are. If that was the case, then why would they be hell-bent on fact-checking conservative satire sites like the Babylon Bee out of existence? For those of you who do not know the Babylon Bee, is, is like the onion, except it's actually funny. And they're clearly labeled satire. There's no mistaking about it. Right there, your trusted source for Christian news satire. You know, they're not out there trying to trick anyone and make it you think that it's real news. They're trying to make you laugh. But the left is humorless. Laughter on the left is not allowed. And so that is where Snopes comes in. Babylon B, they ran a story about Erica Thomas. Erica Thomas, you remember her? She is the hate hoaxer who cried, <laughs> they told me to go back to where I came from. Started a national outcry. Everyone's up in arms. The news outlets breathlessly reported on it. Then it turned out she was actually the one who told the other guy to go back to where he came from. So another fake hate crime worthy of being mercilessly mocked. And that's exactly what the Babylon B did. They put out this piece mocking it. Georgia lawmaker claims Chick-fil-A employee told her to go back to her country, later clarifies he actually said, my pleasure. Right? That's cute, right? The only people who wouldn't find that funny are the ones who are very bitter about finding out that yet another hate crime was fake. We're bitter about it. What are we going to do? Oh, we're going to fact check a satirical website. Man, it must be exhausting to spend all of that mental energy convincing yourself that you are living in a racial war zone. And yet Snopes comes along and literally has to fact check the joke website. Quote, we're not sure if fanning the flames of controversy and muddying the details of a news story classify an article as satire. So now they're claiming what can be satire and what cannot be satire. That's not a fact check, Snopes. That's your opinion. That's an attack. They don't like that the Babylon Bee mocks their left-wing darlings. It wounds their pride. So they've now decided we're gonna go to war against the Babylon Bee. And it actually has consequences. It is not just a petty squabble because here's how the internet works. Here's how social media works in this day and age. Labeling them as actual fake news harms them. Labeling them as a completely fake story published with a malicious intent, what happens is the Babylon Bee will then get demonetized on social media, which means they can't make money, which means they can't pay the bills. And Snopes knows this, and they are knowingly sabotaging a satirical website. The Babylon Bee's founder, Adam Ford, has a great thread on, on Twitter detailing everything about what is wrong with the way Snopes is going after them. He writes, quote, the Bee has been snoped 
plenty of times before and had to endure Facebook purgatory once because of it. But what they've written this time clearly seems like an attempt to delegitimize and demonetize an important satirical outlet. And that is totally unacceptable. And that is exactly right. Let's not forget in all of this that when Snopes is not going after conservatives who dare to have a sense of humor, let's not forget, in case you thought, well, you know, they're still kind of legitimate. I still like to look to Snopes to see if this is factually accurate and not. Let's not forget that while smearing satirical outlets, they also run cover for dishonest left-wing reporters at CNN. You guys might remember we did a video on this. My smash hit video, nine things CNN just made up out of thin air, we showed you this glorious example for why we need to fact check the fact checkers. Because Snopes has an article, pundits and conspiracy theorists claimed that CNN staged a demonstration in London involving Muslims after a June 2017 attack. Snopes rated it false. Snopes said CNN did not stage a protest. According to Snopes, Nothing suggested that CNN staged the demonstrations to any extent greater than engaging protesters, directing their positions, and asking them questions as part of a news segment. Yeah, engaging protesters, and that's, that's staging a protest. That is literally the definition of staging. While it is not true that CNN staged the event, they did do some staging of the event. So therefore, anyone claiming that they staged the event is not telling you the truth. That's what happens at the joke website known as Snopes. It's fake. They are fake news. And if we let them have their way, they'll fact check every joke into oblivion while simultaneously spinning every democratic lie into a flawless performance. People who say CNN staged a protest are just lying to you. Look, they're not staging a protest. They're just organizing protesters and manufacturing it. So screw the fact checkers. All right, screw Snopes, screw PolitiFact. You have to be your own fact checker. You have to do your own homework. You have to do your own research because if you leave it to these hacks, which a lot of people in the mainstream media do, they say, oh, Snopes said it was false, therefore it's false. You will just be getting lies from them. A reminder to everyone, I'd really appreciate it if you'd please rate, review, and subscribe to the White House Brief podcast. It will make sure the truth rises above all the other stuff out there. So please rate, review, and subscribe. Thanks for listening.